listening to Like Her, the podcast that celebrates women doing fantastic things in the realms of beauty, fitness, wellness, and everything else in between. Like Her is a space for women to share their ideas, have honest conversations, and most importantly, have a good laugh. I'm Rosanna, and each episode, I'll be speaking to an inspiring woman that will hopefully make you think, I like her. So on that note, get yourself comfy, get yourself a nice drink and enjoy the episode. We're back on. It's recording. Oh God, I kept pressing play. Hello everyone. Uh, round two with Lisa. Feeling. Um... This episode has already happened about a month ago, but RIP laptop died, and one day I'll get it fixed, and then I'll maybe I'll like publish it when I get it fixed. fixed it will yeah. be like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> ago. But we're a week away from Christmas, so it's kind of nicer that we're doing this now. I'm sat here with Lisa Caldonato, makeup artist, professional, um, and we're gonna do a product heavy episode today because we're both product junkies and I know a lot of listeners like listening to this type of thing. I love watching Vogue beauty videos. I mean all celebrities seem to use the same products anyway um, but I just love watching what's on people's handbags and stuff like that. So we're going to do a bit of a product episode, talk about some of the best things of 2019, a little bit about you and that's it. So, how did you get started? How long have you been a makeup artist? I've been a makeup artist for a very long time. I kind of forget. I think it's about 14 years. But I fell into makeup artistry, actually. You've got a good story. Yeah, it's a bit of a story, guys. <laughs> Let's get hear it. Brew. Get your brew. Um, so, I moved from London to Bath for uni. And I was studying illustration at the time. And I worked at a club. Mm-hmm. Which which club? Um, it's gone now. The original Poonanas. No way. Yeah. Got Is it not Poonanas anymore? It's the one that got knocked down, and now it's po- it's a different thing. Oh right, okay. It's where Southgate is kind of thing. Yeah. Do you mean Babylon? Babylon. Oh my god! I used to work at Babylon. I used to, I wonder if because you're how old are you? Thirty four. You're four years older, so you would have been working there when I would have been Snapping. trying to get in there. Yeah. And I remember I had like a really shit fake ID that sometimes worked and sometimes didn't. That that was such a hole that place. Awful. Because so many that. good memories. Yeah. So many good memories. Cool. So you're working at yeah. down Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> and then yeah, I just wanted a job that was a bit less. Well, I just you know you're, you you need, you need you need work you need money. So I went into Jolly's and I interviewed... Jolly's is the oldest department store in the UK, isn't it? One of them. I think it, Liberty's might win. Oh, that. I thought Jolly's was. I don't know. Jolly's is House of Fraser in Bath. Yeah, yeah. Um, used to be Jolly's and Sun. What did the oh, Sun do, though? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had an uh, interview there and... I don't know if Benefit still do it, but it's like a savage interview where you literally have to traffic stop people. So I'm quite a shy person, and this really is like well out my comfort zone. So you have to like walk around the store and like chat to people. He's like, 
Then a day blind. Like, ooh, we're really cheesy. Get the glow like J-Lo, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I'm not a shy person and I still wouldn't be yeah, able to it's do it. quite cringy. They had to bring <laughs> them back and I had to do two rounds of interviews because I have a lot of tattoos. I didn't have as many then, but I had tattoos which the store were a bit funny about. And so I had to go back and do another round of that. Yawn. Luckily, I got the job. I yeah. mean, times have changed, thankfully. Now it's probably on the bloody job description, isn't it? Yeah. Must like be tattooed. Yeah. Alternative. <laughs> yeah. Check. And yeah, so I got a job at Benefit. Worked there for maybe a year or something. Then I was right next to Mac at the time, and that was like the goalpost. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go back to Mac because they just had these really fun theme days, like mental makeup every week on I'm Saturday. really not like that I just whenever you walk down Milson Street and Bath mm. you know jollies for that Mac because yeah. it's all those big glass windows and it's always busy and buzzy it was like the life and soul of jollies yeah. it's just like a party and when you, I was growing up in Bath like really cool girls were like the Mac makeup artists yeah. like oh yeah she works at Mac yeah you're like oh hey like yeah so yeah I kind of hounded them until they had a position available mm. and then I stayed with the brand for almost 10 years. And with that company, I really grew. So I think I was like maybe 20 or 21 when I joined Mac. So I joined Mac in 2007. So wow. a long time ago. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I sort of moved up quickly because, believe it or not, working on a counter is not glamorous. Yeah. It's a hard slog. It's really hard. And you're faced with like, a diverse range of people, mm. different communication styles, and you know, you have to be this expert there. So I was a keen bee and I started off part time. I used to come in on days off and like yeah. do face charts, practice makeup. I was freaking dedicated. What is it that made you so mm. like was it that kind of needing to adapt really quickly? Because when you do work with the public and you're working and like on a counter and stuff and I had it when I was young, working in salons, and you're obviously young, and you have, like, these scenarios happen to you that you've never been prepared for, and it's just, like, initiative and communication skills that you have to just, like, fix it. Mm. Was it that kind of, like, rush that you were like, oh, I'm getting into this, I'm learning, I'm adapting, or was it more the, like, makeup stuff? I think it was the whole Because obviously package. you were at uni, weren't you? So, like, what yeah. made you, like, think, I don't want to do illustration? Well... My last two years of uni were tutored, were really uninspiring. Mm. They kind of killed that dream for me, and I actually wanted to be a tattooist as well. But you know how, like, you scare yourself by, like, wanting things, and then if you actually do it, that means, like, shit, it's real. Yeah. I don't know. So I sort of fell into makeup then quite like that, because it was, like, a, just a different canvas. Yeah. So I think it was, like, the whole package that... Just the right time as well. Yeah, and... If you're a hard worker, you can improve your skill quickly. Yeah. Practice. I don't want to say makes perfect because that's no. But I thing, think but people don't realise when you're obviously I'm more beauty. I've never done makeup, mm. but when and I guess this goes the same for like carpenters and plumbers, electricians. When you're working full full time, like mm. five or six days a week, mm. nine till six or yeah. nine till seven, more realistically long hours and you're doing the same thing mm. over and over again within six months I remember finishing college starting at a salon within six months you're so confident in yeah. what you do because you're doing mm. it all the time so mm. compared to other industries <clears throat> where it might take a bit longer yeah it's that hands-on mm. practice doing it all the time and then you sort of build 
Definitely. And okay, I think okay. you sometimes don't have the opportunity to say no or shy away from things. Because uh. sometimes you're literally the only person on that shop floor at that time. To do it, yeah. So it was quite good. Especially Survival quite, the fittest of it, isn't it? Yeah, especially if you're a bit of an introvert and quite shy. Like, it really forces you. And I yeah. think it's that going beyond that comfort zone, really, that's where you see growth. First lesson of the episode. <laughs> Boom. Comfort zones. Yeah, and yeah. I think when you work from a young age, mm. I was, I mean, I was like 11, 12 doing a paper round, but it's not mm. really work because you're kind of on your own. But 14 when I worked, mm. I worked in Tony and Guy in Bath which at the time was like very trendy so cool, salon yeah. Yeah. and it was all about Tony and Guy and essentials and everything was chrome and white marble and I remember being really excited about like what uniform I had to wear and stuff um, but it was really full on and actually if I look back and if I think about having kids I don't know if I'd want my 14 year old girl doing that or oh boy mm. but at the same time so many of the things that I'm confident in now come back from like really embarrassing or feeling mm. awkward situations that happened at Tony and Guy like all my sort of work experience yeah. lessons I learned from the age of like 14 yeah. to 16 and then you just build on that Definitely. so I think like when you're younger and you're embarrassed because you've done something wrong you don't want to like fuck it up again yeah. and that's where you learn whereas I think if you're not forced to work when you're younger mm. you're just delaying it a bit aren't yeah. you and then it's it you're more you're older yeah. and then you're like gonna doubt yourself more and it becomes yeah. more of a thing I'm just thinking back and laughing to myself because my first I'm like, my face job. is getting red if I think no, about all of the things no, I used to no, do. No, my first proper job, you're, you're never going to believe this. My first proper job, and I had to lie about my age because mm. I think I was like 13 and I needed to be 14 or something for that. It was at Chelsea Football Club. No way. Oh, yeah, because it's London. London. Yeah. So Stamford Bridge. Yeah. And you know, under the seats, yeah. there would be cafes. I worked in one of those selling like drunk football hooligans yeah bottle and pies oh my and it god was horrible as a young girl as well with a load of like yeah, laddie football people was, yeah there was a lot of guys that i worked with in movies but yeah quite personality building guy, like, yeah. but i think for great. me it was like yeah um more that like i don't come from like a posh family yeah and like we did you ever like go to people's houses when you're a kid and they used to like ask to leave the table and I was never taught that like we kind of did what we want and yeah. obviously dad's Spanish so it's very like messy and loud mm. and don't really have that like English etiquette. etiquette thing and so I was really self-conscious of, of that mm. and going into Tony and Guy which is where all the rich ladies got their hair mm. done being spoken to like shit mm. as well I was kind of like oh but I remember just it was probably like my first experience of like direct straight talking from adults yeah. where that weren't my parents so I remember um she works at number three now mm -hmm. so Fran and Kelly oh, yeah. they were like some of like my best teachers when yeah. I was younger and actually I used to always give them massages in the staff room Aww. and they were always like you should be a massage therapist and funny enough I am but I remember I washed somebody's hair and Kelly came out and she pointed at me and was like who told you how to wash hair and I was like oh so and so she's like you've done it all wrong and I remember being like you know quite like embarrassed and like oh yeah. god okay and there's part of me that just like hates getting stuff wrong as well so I was like oh, okay she's like it's fine I'm gonna show you and that's when I was like oh it's okay to fuck up but yeah just these moments when you're 14 I was in year nine yeah. at school people would ask me like how old I was and I wouldn't say my age I would say oh I'm in year nine because you're so young yeah 
um, it's that like, oh, they want to fuck up, and you're just being totally forced into like horrible situations. But yeah, I think it's good. So, um, what do you do now? So I'm a freelance makeup artist. I've been freelance for about three and a half years. Is that after Mac? After Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I work in kind of different facets of the makeup world. So. I do Fashion Week every season, which I adore doing, and it's mad, and it's wonderful and magical, and always learn from it, which I really enjoy. Mm. Then I do kind of more commercial bits, so adverts for, I don't know, I've worked on a Tesco advert, cool. and like loads of different stuff, like e-commerce, so when you go on a website, say ASOS, I've done yeah. stuff with them, and the model there, she's had her makeup done. I bet ASOS models are so easy to do, because like barely any makeup on it, is it? And they don't like cover yeah. any stretch marks or anything. No, it is easy, but there's quite a protocol to it, it's yeah, quite yeah, interesting, yeah. and it's very quick. Yeah. No messing around. Do you get paid more for things like Tesco rather than the like edgy fashion? Yeah, 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 yeah. I already knew that. I was just asking yeah. that so people could hear. Yeah, it. no, of course. So the thing with fashion, it's a passion. Yeah. And everything else pays bills. Yeah. You know, so it's the name, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, obviously, that with a lot of like bigger fashion brands, there is generally a fee, but it's not as good as it is. Yeah. When I was modelling, I remember. Everyone wanted to get ASOS, but ASOS yeah. was quite new then, yeah. and people didn't really understand it. It's mm. not like now where it's like fucking dominating, yeah. Um, but it was Primark that everyone wanted to get, yeah. and Littlewoods, VHS, because yeah. campaigns for like one campaign you'd get paid like thirty thirty k, which is like a year's salary. It's insane, yeah. Hello. <laughs> didn't get that by the way. Just saying. <laughs> It's um, covered in Gucci. Yeah, <laughs> not happening. Um, so, should we jump in with the products? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, before that, should we talk about your book? Oh, That's yeah. when you mentioned Fashion Week. I was like, shit, the book. The book. The Tell book. everybody about your book. So, this I've seen it and it's beautiful. Summer, thank you. This summer, I got asked to be involved in a really fun collaborative pro um, project, which was a photographer a guy called Paul Cunningham who had been working at Fashion Week for years and years and years wanted to have or showcase all his images in a kind of coffee table book that was for people that love fashion images I mean most people do and then but also going a little bit deeper into looking at the other facets of it so hairdressers models makeup artists their experience of working backstage mm. so it's great for anyone that's interested in getting into the industry, or we're all quite nosy people. You just want to like hear yeah. stories. When you said like gossip. people don't like pictures, I'm like, no, I do. Yeah, I love all of that, and yeah, I love anything where it's like a bit of backstage or behind yeah. the scenes stuff. So it's almost like you know um, when is it L or Vogue do their yearly like trend yeah. book? So it's almost like that, but a bit more in depth and specific to those different areas, and it's yeah. just a really lovely, wholesome. Approach. So it's available to buy on Amazon, folks. It's very yeah. exciting. We'll link it in the yeah in the, in the description studio. box. Yeah. And it's got that really nice, expensive like mat. Yeah, it looks like, like a fancy magazine, yeah, doesn't it? Like it. Yeah. And you've got a little section. On yeah. Yeah. What do you section. talk about in it? I haven't read your section. So it's I kind of do a little bio thing. Yeah. And I'm trying to think back because it's like 
like years ago that I wrote it. It was only like I have read it the first yeah. time we did this yeah. <laughs> episode. It's been That's a while. so long ago, I can't remember. It's been a while. Um, and then I kind of talk about basics of a kit, kind of etiquette working backstage, mm. all the juicy kind of things that yeah. you might Not completely get. overlook. Yeah. What's like your biggest thing, do you think, in that sense? What do you mean? Like the etiquette. Obviously not your like, kit. Um, I would say when working backstage, it's really not about you. Yeah. It's your ego. Like, leave that at the door. You go in, you're working as a team for a brand, you know, a fashion designer. That's the story you're telling. Like, yeah. if you get told your makeup shit and you need to take it off, which has happened to me. Suck it up and do it again. Exactly. Don't yeah. cry about it. Even though you feel like crying, cry about it when you get home. Yeah. Like, that is not In those to. moments when that's happened... Mm. And, like, you've gone home and you've thought about it. Can you see why they told you? Have you, like, learnt from it? Or do you think sometimes it is just people being dicks and... It's a mixture. Yeah. It's a 50-50 thing. And it's so hard because if you think of the casting now, every skin tone, every eye shape... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impossible to get that exact uniform. So trying to tell a story in a uniform way on all those things. There's just so many different variables. So yeah. don't take it personally. Obviously, if there's specific feedback, take it on board and note it, especially if you want to work with that Person lead again. makeup artist yeah. again. And maybe if it it's, you know, the same, you're getting the same feedback from different people, mm-hmm. might be worth taking it on board. Yeah. Might be something Remember that, you're that doing, one? <laughs> doing over and don't over do it again. again. Yeah. Change your habit. Change your habit, folks. Yeah. yeah. Lesson number three, or whatever we're on now. <laughs> Lots of lessons. Um, okay, so let's just go straight in. Yeah. Favourite budget beauty buy of 2019. Oh, my God. Can I write this? Oh, yeah, I know. I, I know, know mine. You go this. first. What is it? I don't have it in here. It's the Revlon yeah. okay. Sophia's Mascara. Okay, why? 8 99 Yeah. Amazing brush. Is it like a modern plastic spiky one? It or is. Or is it fluffy? No, no, no. sticks oh, okay just mm. with their matching primer okay. and this is what I was going to ask you actually yeah do you think that you should use a primer that is the same brand as the foundation no no okay mm. cool I so, thought this primer and foundation that I got yeah the makeup revolution yeah brand, I thought it was working so well because it was like the same, the same thing yeah. but maybe it's just a good primer for my skin and good foundation generally speaking five pounds each by the way <laughs> yeah they do amazing products here for Revolution. Yeah. Um, basically, with primer and foundation, you'll generally find that 
products are silicone based yeah. or they're water based and if you mix the two together they don't really like each other. Oh, okay. So a lot of primers tend to be silicone based so if you're putting a water based foundation it's going to like peel and go a bit weird. So just check your right. ingredients folks. Okay, so, okay, this is, so, okay. Oh, she's <laughs> having a moment I didn't guys. This. She's Shit. touching her hair. She's so, like, what? what would you, how would you know if it's, what, a silicone based foundation? Well, a silica, like silica will be in it. Right, silica. okay. Yeah, generally. So higher up on the list. ingredients list. Well, I think if it's generally in there, okay. it, it'll generally, it'll either be water or um, silica. So and the, I tend to go for my foundation board to have a look. Yeah. The <laughs> so the makeup revolution ones, they're like yeah. quite creamy, waxy yeah. foundations. Would that be more silicone do you Potentially, reckon? yeah. And then maybe the primer's silicone too. And yeah. So don't do like the opposites. Right. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be like for like. Yeah. It's like think of oil and water repel. Yeah. It's that same sort of And then of you principle. get that like pilling, don't you, where it rolls mm -hmm. off. Okay, good to know. Well, I've learned something. Mm -hmm. Um Favourite new discovery, like, doesn't have to be a new brand, but something that you've discovered this year. So, I mean, you get sent so much stuff, so it's I like, oh, a new I'm one every day. Very lucky, I'm very lucky for that, I'm grateful. I know you hate people saying that. No, 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 but I know you genuinely <laughs> I genuinely mean it. And, like, you use yeah. them and you're into your products, you're not yeah. doing it as, like, a casual, like, no. brag. No. Um, product I love is the Hada Labo... Um, high, super hydrating oh, serum. Is that the Jap is it Japanese yeah, that you told Japanese. me about? Japanese. It is beyond. I'll get it. I was going to get all these products and bring it down, but I've not been that organised. But um, you'll have a feel in a bit. It's basically a hyaluronic acid. So I get the one which is a slightly red bottle. Yeah, I remember you've got seeing it collagen, and it's also got retinol in very mild form. So cleanse your face, pop this on. <gasps> it's literally Lumpy. a dream. It's great for all skin types. It's got no fragrance. It's like sixteen quid. Yeah, I remember. I can. Now? I can actually like visualize it. Oh, you fine. showing yeah. it to me because you said it was so cost and effective. It's brilliant because everyone complains about fine lines, dull skin. So it really super hydrates the skin. So then you can layer <laughs> all other products. <laughs> what is it called? Hada Labo. Hada Labo. We need to. Um, we're going to put all of the products. Yeah. Both no. of ours, which will be like an essay long yeah. of products in the description box. Had a labo higher hyaluronic. I love that my phone has predicted it has the hyaluronic acid. It's so good, good. <laughs> so definitely mine. New discovery for me, it wasn't a new yeah. one, I'd heard of them, right. but just haven't bought them yet. Yeah. And that was Bybee Beauty. Yes, because they're in boots now, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. which is amazing because yeah. they're. The founders of that are like mm -hmm. a friend of a friend of mine and they started off with like doing a clean, they used to do like, and I think they still do it, clean beauty workshops. Okay. So they're really like sustainable. Yeah. They even do sustainable workshops, mm -hmm. which is great. So they're like Amazing. really into yeah. educating their customers. All their packaging is lush mm -hmm. and eco, nice, cute bathroom, shelfy kind of colours. Yeah. Um, but they have a face scrub, which I'm not going to lie isn't really face scrub it's like a very waxy balm mm -hmm. it's quite thick mm -hmm. and it's got a few jojoba beads in oh, right. i think so for me with oily skin i like a good scrub mm -hmm. um but that mixed with a little bit of their oil cleanser is a really nice like okay. cleanser mm -hmm. like deep cleaning yeah, cleanser. yeah so um or maybe a good scrub for people with sensitive skin for me it's yeah. just not quite enough 
but I just really like the smell and it plumps the skin mm. after you so and they've also got a lip scrub which is like sugary cinnamony mm-hmm. thing which I was wiping off and then like had a little lick the other day and realized that you can eat it so that's yeah. great um, and they've also got like a highlighting pot, which I quite like. So it's a bit too oily for me because I've okay. got coconut oil in. Right. But they're just yeah. a nice intro brand for people yeah. that want to be more eco. Mindful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like the people behind it. So yeah, yeah it's Definitely. quite nice. All right. Fade Bougie Beauty Buy of 2019. God. I think, I'm trying to think what I wrote for this. I think it has to be the the Dr. Dennis Gross AHA peel I knew I knew you were going to say this. Um because I love them. They plump the skin. If you don't know my work, I love a blowjob. Yeah. Kind of, it all starts with the skin, basically. Yeah. And they do different strengths for all different kinds of skin. So sensitive to really strong. And you see an instant result for this. Obviously, you get a better result with a consistent use. They are bougie. Yeah. So what pack is... What's the price? I think you can get a pack of five for 20 quid pack of five what though the actual oh so they're like, like are they single use yeah, yeah so they, they come with a two-part towelette pack thing yeah so it's um you can tear them in half and reseal them that's good and then you get like Ten. double yeah yeah but i mean the best result obviously using daily however i ain't got the budget Do, have they that. not got like a system for that where you can use it Surely well, they don't expect people to spend that much. No, even if... it just depends, doesn't it? Like at the end of the day, so I think that this is day. You know how like facials have had a massive like resurgence, like you see yeah. all these influencers, everyone going. At the end of the day, like a facial is a one-off thing that's super luxury. Yeah. And in the long term, it's not really going to do much for. Not you. unless you're doing it every month. You're <laughs> better off. Rather than having a ninety quid facial, spending ninety quid on products a month. Yeah. If do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. gonna get at least six months wear out of it. So yeah. that's my personal thought on it. That's what I used to always say to clients for yeah. facials. They would be like, Should I be getting facials every month? And it's like, Well and I used to always say to them, What's your budget? Like if yeah. you can afford facials every month and still afford like a few nice products to use mm-hmm. in between, yeah. then yeah, go for it. But if you can't, I would always spend the amount of facial on the products and do it at home Mm -hmm. because what is the point in having an amazing facial if you're going home and using face wipes yeah exactly so going back to the peel pads i love them because they are an aha and bha so they're great for oily skin yeah they they nibble away they're like a little pac-man on the face they just nibble away and dry bits they're great for this time of year as well stingy no 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 it's i mean i'd compare it to no I wouldn't compare it to, but it's obviously a similar effect to the ordinary AHA that well, blood, you and I both love. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But that sort of stings when it's on. Like, you can feel it when it's yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, one. I've used that one so much now that it doesn't sting because yeah. my skin's used to it. But if I have a gap from using it yeah. and then use it again, yeah. you can feel the tingle. So, yeah. And this one, what I like about it is the convenience. It's two minutes. Yeah. Put it on two minutes. There's no like ten minutes. Yeah, like, yeah. Washing it off. And all exactly. That shit. And I love that. You know, we're all so busy, so it comes in the little packs. If you travel a lot, oh, it's amazing. I'll now. give you one. I'll give you one. To try. I really want to try because yeah. I like. I'm quite into the acids. <gasps> More than one way. Um, <laughs> cool. What's my bougie do you buy? I think it's a toss up between. Yeah. Actually, no. 
I'm gonna go for I bought um the Cordley Premier Crew face cream for me and Alex to share. Yeah. And I mean it's gone already. Yeah. It's so fucking nice. They don't mm. sell it anymore. Um it's a really thick wax yeah, yeah in the pot mm-hmm. and when I used to do the training with Cordley the main mm-hmm. salesperson said that it just wasn't selling because it was too waxy and when I first used it in facials I was like I am not into this it's like mm-hmm. beeswax but it's one of those ones that you have to really warm in your hands yeah. and then push into the skin yeah and I only use it at night time mm-hmm. and it's one of those ones where you wake up in the morning and your skin looks better yeah, yeah. <laughs> that for me and I was going to speak to you about this like mm-hmm. For me, like a good product is one where you see like pretty much instant results. Yes, and long no. long term yeah. as well. But I yeah, think yeah, yeah. you can tell, especially with masks. Yeah. Like I yeah. think for a mask, if I can't yeah. see a result after a dinner, it's like it's pointless. Yeah. Other things, obviously, it takes a bit of time, yeah. but you kind of get that. Like yeah. that Victoria Beckham, where's it gone? Cream mm-hmm. that I just put in the back of my hand. That is nice. Mm-hmm. My hand feels like well, it looks better than the one that I didn't put it on. Yeah, it's really nice. I've, yeah. I've done one bit. I've yet to publish it, actually. Yeah, it's a goodie. Um, 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 favourite newbie brand or product? Newbie Any news? Mm. I'll start. Yeah, you go for it. You go. <laughs> Mine is, and I haven't used all of her stuff, mine is the Victoria Beckham You're Beauty. You're obsessed now, aren't you? Only because I can't afford it and I can't have any of it, but I just really like that eyeliner. Yes. And I think maybe that was my like other bougie buy because twenty yeah. quid is not bougie, but for a fucking eyeliner when you're a student, it's yeah, it is a lot. But then I think if you're not reapplying it twenty times a day, then it's not. It's worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I like her because I, I think I just got completely sucked into like the build up beforehand and yeah. the marketing. The marketing is really nice. Just amazing. Yeah, the packaging's good. Although someone mentioned what would be amazing. Nadine Baggett, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like her too. Um, you know, the eyeshadow palette, she's like, these would have just been perfect if they're refillable. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like vintage, they all feel like vintage. Yeah, makeup. like tortoiseshell. Yeah. I do like that she did the like, beige colour, like bigger than the rest. Yeah. Because when you're using a palette, the nude colours are tend to what you use more of on yeah, your eyeshadow. So I thought that was quite yeah. clever. I did contact them because when I first, you know, she advertises clean beauty. Yeah. Don't buy into that at all. Um, but also she said she, it was cruelty free and then when I received it it had no like leaping bunny thing oh. so I called them up on it and they were like yeah we are cruelty free it just takes a while for the certification to come through okay. so if anyone was wondering that that's the case I'm yeah put the box in my recycle I should <laughs> check mine now I was like, see if it's changed so what's, what's yours mine so what was it new products or me? brand well, so had a labo, yeah. had a labo, and I'm, you know, I do get sent a fair bit yeah. now, so it's really hard, because um, it's quite overwhelming, Yeah. Um. so I love the had a labo, that has been just, all the products I've tried have Game just changer. delivered, they yeah. do what they say on the tin, which I'm all about, and I think another one, probably for me, eyeliner wise, would be the Marc Jacobs yeah. highliner. We did a little, on, it is the, on the original episode. Yeah. Um, we did a little swap, didn't we, with the eyeliners just to, and it yeah. is, it's like creamy, jelly, like it's velvety. It's so nice. soft. You don't yeah. necessarily need to warm it up on the back of the hand. It just glides on and it stays. I, I used it on um, private clients at Glastonbury, 33 degree heat. Yeah. They came back the next day being like, you know, it's on. well, they had washed their face, thankfully, but they were like, it stayed on all night and day. 
How much really? is that one? I think it's 20. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I think... For something like white, or like an yeah. eyeliner, it's alright, isn't it? Um, what is your most used product of 2019? Or ever? Mine's really boring, but it is one that I just go through, like, maybe three of them a year or four of them, mm-hmm. and that's the ordinary niacinamide mm-hmm. with zinc. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is, like, my in my top five products, because if you're oily and get blackheads, it stops them. Yeah, <laughs> it's magical. I like it. I think it's anti-aging as well, but I like it for the... It doesn't dry your skin out, but it just prevents the oiliness. Yeah, and I and think... And it's a fibre bargain yeah really. and actually this morning i was thinking about the podcast because i went to get it out and i was like shit i didn't realize that it's basically one hour oh. and a little replacement yeah the asos one yeah <laughs> um again i think it is the had a labo serum i think i've gone through a bottle a bottle in my kit and a bottle on myself wow which is impressive in a year yeah that's quite long lasting isn't it yeah the bottles that's are 150 mil yeah, fifteen quid. Hyaluronic acid, you only need a little bit, don't you? That's I know, but so I take it really it. down my chest. Yeah, you know, I, I really do. You do on the hands yeah. as well. Hands, the excess hands, products. chest, yeah. neck, face. Yeah. You don't want to look like bathing it. <laughs> you don't want to look like a baby face, but with like a wrinkle <laughs> a chest. Neck. Yeah, I think that is honestly my most used. I've got to have it. I've got, yeah. to, I've got to try it. I've got to try it. Uh, just. Flipping back to what you said about being overwhelmed with the amount mm. of stuff, like looking over it, what's that brand? Mother Dirt. There's yeah. two, four, like eight or nine yeah. boxes of product there. And I know that you're somebody that actually uses the product and generally interested in seeing if they're good or not. Yeah. But we were talking about how there's like an element of excess in the beauty industry, especially mm. with social media, mm. people posting about how much they love products when mm. in reality, like, you can't think that many products are amazing because you're not yeah. using them yeah. enough. How do you, are you quite good at like only using stuff that's open at the moment and then moving on to the next thing? Yeah, that's what yeah. I try and do. Because I, you know, it's like I'm an average person, you know, I know the value of stuff, the cost of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like to give that product its its moment to shine. If it's yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. And you have to respect that because if you kind of don't it's freaking pointless and sometimes like you know when you try a new product it might be amazing like for a day or it might be awful but you need to give it two three months you know months to actually come into fruition and and bloom in what it does yeah i've not nailed it in any sort of way like i just have stuff piled i need to go to ikea really and have i want to get this like trolley thing where yeah. i can do like one two three so the stuff on the top is like the stuff to try next and, yeah yeah, yeah. get that kind of system then, going with it yeah and then your friends just you then can donate to friends yeah because obviously you can't really do anything else with them but um yeah that's kind of still fun though isn't it trying lots of it is very fun but it is hard work and especially like you know when brands are like you do feel guilty like if something if you don't genuinely love something but i will i hand on heart wouldn't be able to bullshit you about products yes i can't do it either because it just just doesn't align with me no and you'll see in my videos there'll be certain products because i do a lot of tutorials on igtv like weekly and there'll be certain things that keep coming up 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 
that I just genuinely well, love. Well, what I said in the beginning about like the Vogue videos, yeah. I swear to God, every celebrity uses yeah. either the NARS under-eye concealer oh, or Laura Mercier and yeah, the Laura yeah, Mercier yeah. powder. It's like the same yeah. things keep coming up. Um, Mini one of it. Oh there. my God, that's so... What, this one or that yeah, one? That one. Both of me. <gasps> So cute. It's me. It's the 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 well, no, I think people just get a bit jealous, basically, yeah, or just think, just throw a bit of shade your way, and you're like, I've done this for like 14 years, and like, look at my tax return. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so far this year, I've probably spent like, I don't know, five grand on products. Yeah. Like, it's serious well, shit, it's and job, it's expensive. It? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. Me being the tiny little dot in this massive thing, every little bit bit helps, helps me. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? You um. We'll move on to the next box, but I'm just yeah. interested. Do you anything that so like say you've got those new bits over yeah. there? Would you ever use that on um like straight out of the box on a client without testing it on yourself? No. You always no. yeah. That's no. pretty dangerous. No. I think it? that's pretty unless you know unless it's a really basic product that's maybe like it. a face spray or something yeah. that's a very simple ingredient that I can really trust. understand yeah. and trust exactly. But everything um what's the latest thing that's gone into my kit now? I can't think. Well those like those highliner pencils um. Oh, there's been a few things. It's gone from my head. But yeah, yeah I always test stuff before it, it considers going in there. Yeah, I think that's um, good. <laughs> okay, so most hyped product of 2019 that you didn't like, if there's what been one that you tried. Didn't you tried. like? What didn't I like? You go first. Well, you go first. I still haven't tried anything from Glossier or Glossier, mm -hmm. whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it. And they came up with that serum, oil serum thing. The new that, one. Yeah, that a lot of people have mm -hmm. been using mm -hmm. and mixed reviews. And I, there was part of me on Black Friday that wanted to order it. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't feel You're not. Yeah, I well, feel like they're London, really good with them. I just try a few pumps. Yeah. Go to their pop up. It is bloody amazing. But if there was a hyped product, it would be that. Yeah. And I've still, there's still like what, 10 days left of 2019? Gosh. What the fuck? This year's been horrible. The most hyped <laughs> product that I didn't like. That is such a hard, I'm just trying to look around. Because you talk, you're like, oh my god, the like new season product, and it's like, and I don't know. And it's funny because, I mean, I genuinely do not have a good memory anyway. Um, <laughs> so I think I just delete stuff out of my head. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what they have. I feel like that Glossier one was a good one. We're surrounded no, by more bags under here. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. It's alright. You're not really somebody to like follow trends, though, are you? You like 
you're more. I'm an old granny. No, not in like an unfashionable way, but like you're not influenced easily by like marketing. No, it takes me a lot. It takes me a lot to part with my money. Yeah, same. On a product. Same. Because it has to deliver. And I would hate, you know, I know how hard we all work for our little or lot of money. And I would hate to be that person for you to like try something and not. But even if you're earning a lot of money, like, would you still pay for stuff that doesn't No, but that's work? what I mean. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, At the end of the day, it's got to work. There's got to be something. Maybe I'll come back to this question. That's all right. That's just reminding me, actually, like, I listened to a podcast last night talking about, like, brand loyalty and yeah. how customers now aren't brand loyal. They're product yeah. loyal. And the people... Hello, kitty cat. Fisher. And oh, yeah. the company they were speaking to... Yeah. They were like, well, we're not worried about that because our products are amazing and brands need to mm-hmm. focus on getting their products right, which I totally agree amazing. with. Totally. If that means that's like only one or two rather than like a whole line, yeah. then so be it. Make it good. Hello, kitty boy. Oh, looking out the window. Always animals in my podcast. Yeah. Had Rocco last time. Yeah. Had my mum walk in. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, this is the like, the, the G. Cat. Yeah. All right. We'll skip that one. That's fine. Won't buy again product. Oh my gosh. This is really hard. I rarely get something where I'm like, that's fucking shit. I'm not buying again. But I had such a disappointing experience with something that my sister got me. Bless her. Because she got it for my birthday when we were in New York. We went to Sephora and she was like, oh, I'll buy you this. And it was the milk makeup. You know the sticks? Uh The masks that they Uh do? There's a pink one. It's a watermelon brightening mask. Yeah shit like yeah shit oh. like glides on really nice doesn't yeah. smell of anything feels really nice but um literally dried my skin out made it blotchy oh just did nothing my skin looked better before and not even in like a detoxy way it was just shit what? that's not even like a not buy again like i haven't even used it again yeah yeah, yeah. which is such a waste yeah I don't especially know as a gift yeah give it to your sister yeah. <laughs> Instagram followers, anyone want this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's alright. Um, what wouldn't I buy again? Man. You're asking some really hard questions. Yeah, because I want to, like, unearth I know. the bullshit. If there isn't any, that's fine. I think something has to be really bad for you to not buy it again, so you've obviously not used anything really, really bad. Yeah, let me look at here. Sorry. It's alright. I think if there was something you would have like remembered straight away. What's that saying? Like if you have one good experience, you tell one person, but if you have a bad experience, you tell ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Let's go straight on to one's favourites. Quick fire favourites. Oh my god, that literally looks like a little Christmas card. So cute. All time favourite foundation. Me personally. It's the Suku. Yeah. I think it's the extra rich foundation. We talked about this last it time. It looks amazing. Sounds <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Suku. 
Um, I don't feel like I'm uh, evolved enough in foundation okay. to like a good one. I like the foundations that whatever like makeup artists like you put on my skin because they're always better than the ones that I buy. Um, but I do like the Pixie Skin Tint as like a tinted yeah. moisturizer. Mm -hmm. That's quite plumping and makes yeah. you look good without makeup on. Yeah. <clears throat> the formulations are really nice. Yeah. Uh, bit hit and miss as well, I think. Favorite red lip. Ruby really is my red lip color. Velvet, dreamy. I mean. I want to try all the Lisa Eldridge lipsticks. Have you seen them? No. Oh my god. Is that her uh, own brand? Yeah, oh, yeah. she's got her own brand. She's done lipsticks and rings as yeah. well. All the lipsticks are inspired. She's very inspired by like vintage yeah, old Hollywood. And she has a huge collection of vintage makeup as well. So all the colours, she's kind of swatched from oh, all sick. sorts of yeah. really classic beauties in there. And everything from the bright to the berries to the nudes are just yeah gorgeous what the mall oh yeah i do rihanna's one. Oh yeah stunner what blues ruby maybe don't know it's quite well quite i'm red. not a makeup artist i'm like it's very <laughs> red okay, it's, yeah i think maybe you're right though it's like maybe a cooler yeah one. undertone yeah i like that one a lot yeah. see Suits me. It's like a snow white red. Mm. Not that she wears. Does she wear lipstick? Yeah, she does. I think so. Favorite mascara, that Revlon. I do like that, but then oh, the Spenny one, one also is the Marc Jacobs one. How much is Spenny's? I think it's. In, I got gifted it, so I think I think it's about twenty something. But it's good. It's really good. The brush is a bristle, and it does that. It's like um curved. The brush is straight, but it goes. It nips in at the waist, if you get me in the Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen it. And so it really grips. It's called like velvet something. Mm. It literally is like that. You'd probably like this for your lashes, actually. Yeah. Because I've got quite thin lashes and mine are quite straight. So this literally goes in and it just like coats them like a dream. Nice. It does smudge on me, which is annoying. But I have the oiliest eyelid known to man. It's impossible for stuff to stay on my eyes. So sometimes I'll layer tubing mascara for durability. That's another question. Okay. <laughs> She's smiling sweetly at me. <laughs> I like the Laura Mercier. I think it's just a standard one. Okay. And the brown. Okay, yeah. Uh, nice smudgy. Me too. I've asked for it for Christmas so actually. Yeah. And brown eyeliner too. Brown if you're dark, eyeliner. I think. It's quite, yeah. quite a nice look. All right. Favourite face mask. There's so many. I tried another, another one. <laughs> I tried one the other day. You know you like save for an occasion. Yeah. Oh my god, it was amazing. So it's sort of on the face mask because it's it was an eye patch thing. Yeah. The needles. The needles. Yeah. I tried it. So it's a Vichy hyaluronic acid. So you know micro needling. Yeah. It's that, but in an eye mask. But the needles are made of hyaluronic acid. Yeah. So you put it on and it feels like very mild, almost tingling yeah. as you put it on. So you sort of massage it on and you sleep with it overnight. Ooh. And by the morning, and you peel it off and it's kind of gooey because they've all just gone in. And I, you know, I'm 34, so I'm seeing signs of stuff on my skin. Granted, I take scare of skin. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you scare myself. <laughs> I do scare myself all the time, but I do take care of myself. And, and my skin. your skin is definitely not 34. No, and you know, Good genes, taking care mm. of it, SPF friends. Mm. Um, and is he under the light? 
No, like, what is that? Kick in. Can I look? Yeah, I can put my yeah, foot on that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it literally plumped underneath, and it was just amazing. Is so it? If you've got an event or something, yeah, fantastic. Cool. My friend Kate at Wild Source does yeah. a pink clay mm. and elderberry mix your mm -hmm. own mask. Yeah. That's my save for special times yeah. one. It's got geranium in it and the smell mm. is just like always chills me out and I like that one. Also the Primark with Alex Stein hair, mm. that clay mousse mask that she does like that. that nobody in Bristol like caught wind of the section so it all got reduced to two pounds and I bought like three of them. That I really like just, it just mm -hmm. sorts my skin out. That's mm -hmm. got niacinamide in it, clay, something mm -hmm. else, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Doesn't smell like much, but when I feel like my skin looks shit, I put yeah. that on and it works. Mm -hmm. I like all of the cordially masks as oh, well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I like a good sheet mask as yeah. well. I like all masks. I do like a mask, because a lot of the time the main ingredient will be like a um, hyaluronic yeah. a lot of the time, which is just really plumping. But I mean, it's not an essential thing, but it, for an instant, yeah. Hello, wake me up. Yeah, it skin always work. looks better after yeah. them. Favorite black eyeliner, Mark Jacobs. Talked Mark about Jacobs it. eyeliner base. Victoria Beckham. What's hers called? I don't know. It's just called Casual Casual liner. Favorite cleanser. I'm about fifty million. I'm at the um, point in the year where I had so many, and now it's like dwindling. Oh. I'm just like. But I like it. I like using everything up, yeah. then buying loads, yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. So, I'll give you two. Yeah, that's fine. Hundred. It's like, but what kind <laughs> of cleanser? What's your favourite oil cleanser? What's your favourite gel it. cleanser? So, my favourite ultimate oil-based cleanser is the Emma Hardy oh, yeah. Moringa cleanser. Yeah. It smells bloody amazing, and it doubles up as a mask as well. Yeah. That's crystal on camera. Right, I don't think anyone can hear. Um, and it is just beyond amazing because it just melts everything away. Your skin just feels so soft and nourished. I do do it in a double cleanse yeah. way because obviously any oil-based product needs rich, to be yeah. um, fully removed. And I enjoy. Have you tried the Pixie Caroline Hiram's one? No, but I I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my only thing with it is that you use the milk cups. It comes with two sides. There's a milk and a balm in it, and you always use the milk cup more, a bit more yeah. than the oil. So I feel like you need to change the portion Size, of it yeah. slightly. If you're listening, mm. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I mean, I've got so many cleansers that I could talk about because I do love like high street ones, Tulux ones. Yeah, me too. But at the end of the day. It depends on your budget, depends on what your skin's doing. A really good one, actually, I've discovered since seeing you last, because mm. for those kind of monthly breakouts, you know they're coming. I started using the La Roche-Posay, yeah. the Effaclar um, Is it cleanser. clear bottle? It's in a blue, like, squeezy yeah. tube, and it is amazing. Is it a gel? Yeah, yeah. it's a gel, like, foaming you, which I'm not normally a fan of, but this doesn't leave your skin stripped. Yeah, I feel like they wouldn't. Do like a strippy one? No, because they're pretty. Old. They're amazing yeah. skincare brands. I, I started using the um the similar brand really the yeah. Cerave. Oh yeah, hydrating. That's cleanser. what I use. They that's what I'm using as my like milky cleanse day to day, yeah. just the regular one. But I want to try salicylic acid. Yes, um, but I've not seen it in Boots yet. Boots and Briz. Oh, have you seen? Have you noticed like Bristol? 
um, well, no, Boots in general, they've actually had to like up their game with skincare. Not so improved. now they've got loads of like skin. They've got the Inky list in there. They've got some other stuff I haven't heard. Loads of the French ones. Really they've good. They've got a boutique store in Covent Garden, but I didn't go in. Oh no! But it's a good thing. Yeah. So I'd just come out. Spat on your money. Yeah. All time favorite moisturizer. Do you know Agony. What? So, so basically, I don't always use moisturizer. Yeah. I'm more of a serum babe. I, yeah, me too. So let me give you three. Serum, that's fine. Go for let me give you three. Had a labo. Yeah. Can I say it anymore? <laughs> but I already do. And then Walida. I do love a Walida skin oh, yeah, food. Oh yeah, use that on my skin. Last and time. basically, there's a way to use it. If you've got oily skin, they do a lighter version. But it's like your um, quarterly you mentioned. You have to warm really it warm it up, or else it will just be like. A thick layer of wax <laughs> on your skin. Yeah, exactly. So just the tiniest blob and really, really warm it up. And then what was the third one which popped to mind? There's one that made it. Oh yeah, I've just started using the Peter what? Thomas Roth Rouge. I know it's so good. They're in Bristol now too. Yeah. Well. Hey Chris. Hi. Hi. So the Peter Thomas Roth. Potent C. I've been using it, I think, for about 12 days. Yeah. And I have noticed a lot more brightening in the skin. It is pretty for brightening. It's amazing, though. I'm really loving it. And it's quite different C. It's like, looks more like a cream when it goes on rather than like a clear. I'm used to yeah. vitamin C's being quite a clear consistency, like a serum, but this yeah. is like a white cream. Cool. Nice. It's like you. What, favourite moisturiser? Yeah. I'm like more trying to manage the moisture in my skin, the oil. So I'm like, you know, I don't, I'm, I like layering serums. Yeah. So I will usually do like niacinamide, but it doesn't really count because it's more like mattifying. Yeah. Then my boyfriend, because he's really in skincare, has got like a hyaluronic and ferulic acid serum yeah. thing that he picked up, which has got lavender in, so that goes on top. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's just run out. I have the quarterly moisturiser, a tiny blob of that, or Declior Hydrofloral, which is fucking love. Yeah. I'm always looking on eBay for that Same. because I just can't afford it as yeah. a student, but it's really nice. Um, yeah, that's it. I can't really do oils on the skin mm. in the daytime. Yeah. So I like doing nice plumping serums and leaving it like that. Yeah. And then obviously a bit of primer for yeah. makeup if I'm wearing makeup. Mm. But with oily skin, I kind of have to yeah. skip moisturiser if I'm doing makeup. Definitely. I feel, and I don't know if you feel the same from people, people are quite scared of serums still. They're not quite... Well, they don't know about it, maybe. But I think people will opt for a moisturiser because they prefer the feel. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. feel. They get sucked in by that rather yeah. than... I think the lightness of the serum have a lot more generally active ingredients they can do a lot more muscle to they them. go you further they go further into yes, the skin yes they're a finer formula yeah. so I think you're better off putting one to three serums on the skin than a thick skin. rich yeah. yeah so if you don't know serums are called serums because they go further into the skin which is why I like them but also because they tend to be lighter you can build them mm-hmm. I would say though you kind of have to take a bit of time putting them on, like you have to let them sink in, mm. massage in, then do yours. Otherwise, mm. it just sits on the top. Surface. Yeah, mm. but yeah, serums are the way to go. I really like um all of the quarterly serums. Yeah. Actually, they're all lush. They've got one which is like the Vino Perfect, which mm. is for the sunspots and stuff. But okay. just smells really fresh and good, mm. and that's like I like anything that plumps. Yeah, like you. that's the uh, the way forward. 
Um, favorite nail color? I'm wearing it now. Don't judge these. Don't really? judge these. That's really nice. It's this green. This is CMD. Yeah. Cap and slippers. No, cap and gown. Cap and gown. That must I be a it. new one. I don't so think this have that one is. It's like nails. an olive, isn't it? Yeah. It's an olive khaki. Yeah. Color, quite a deep olive. Mm. I love it. Yeah, it's really nice. Mm. Yeah. This is my new favorite one, but What's don't judge one? because it's grey. It's like a slightly purpley grey, and it's from oh. and other stories. They do their colour, their, their trend really colour stuff is amazing. I love like all that. I mean, I've never bought their makeup, but I would like to. It looks really nice. All the palettes, they're quite yeah. nice quality. All the like, they do lovely highlighter palettes. Yeah, too, like the creamy, dreamy ones. I like them. They're mm. nice. All right, getting through this nice and quick. <laughs> this is one that I deleted, and you were like, "Nah, leave it in." Setting spray. I've never found a, a set. I mean, do I even need to set my makeup? I don't know if makeup's like done well enough for it to be yeah. able to set I prefer it to just come off so before everyone pipes up do not fucking use hairspray on your <gasps> face what do people do that people actually fucking do that oh my god but it's not flammable everyone <laughs> alcohol like, flammable drying try, try spray spray on like a surface it's literally you're spraying essentially cling film onto your oh, skin that's fucking disgusting so don't, because you're going to block your pores, and then you're going to complain because your skin gets shit. Yeah. Your fucking problem, you twat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a lot of setting sprays, there's different ways of using them. So I don't use a specific setting spray. A lot of them contain alcohol, so they'll dry your skin out quite yeah. a lot. That's a good ingredient check, by the way, for anything that you're putting on your mm -hmm. skin is alcohol. Bye-bye. 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 And then, um, what else? So when I use a spray, it's generally for a texture reason. So, for example, I'll use a Cordially Elixir or the Beauty Elixir or like a MAC Fix Plus spray. Even though it's called Fix Plus, it doesn't fix your makeup. It's all about hydration. It's got like glycolic, um, no, it's not glycolic. Glycerin. glycolic glycerin that's yeah, one. I was about to say, a lot of them have glycerin, glycerin in, which is which that is like... amazing. It's like the cheapest ingredient ever. The effect it has on the skin is beyond amazing. So it gives you this kind of beautiful natural dew, but mm. without causing oil. Yeah. So what it does when you like set your makeup with a powder or whatnot, it softens the texture. So if you look a bit chalky mm. or Black. powdery, yeah, it'll just soften that texture. So it's more so you use them more for the look rather than exactly. Which again, I think is this whole like there's a bit of a blurring boundary between photographic makeup. Yeah that people are copying from Instagram and wearing in real life and they look fucking weird and just like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like yeah. for a photo shoot, for yeah. a look, but when you're doing it on yourself and then you're going out into like Bristol, yeah. Broadmead, you look like a freak. Mm. Um, Favourite multi-use product? Mm. I don't have one. Um, I think... Coconut oil, like when people say I take my makeup off with coconut oil, whenever I've done that, it's stung it. my eyes and like made them really blur blurry. It's, but it's a com comedogenic, how do you say Comedogenic, it? yeah. Comedogenic, yeah. Comedones. It from, blocks your bloody pores, people. Yeah. Stop using it to remove your makeup. Yeah. Oh, over that. Stick two, to the cooking, two, I say. Well, there's a couple of products that I love to multi-use. So one of them will be like the Walida Skin Food, because yeah. I won't use it just as a, a face cream necessarily, but as like a highlighter. It's a beautiful 
adult highlighter that kind of gives a glow but no glitter. Yeah. So it's, again, it's a texture thing. Similar products that do that eight hour cream by Elizabeth Arden. Yeah. And Egyptian Magic. Yeah. I and want to try that. I haven't tried that. In other and other stories, they do mini pops. I it? saw them. Yeah, really a bit new. spendy for the, the quantity and the pops. But the bigger pots are like fucking They're ginormous. Huge. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, that's good to know because I hadn't tried it. and I was like, mm, yeah. I use it. Cult classic product that you want but have never bought. I remember we talked about this last time. Mine was La Mer. Yeah. I'll never be able to buy it. I don't think well, I want don't, to. Never say never. I know, but I don't think I ever want to unless it's like legit, <laughs> really good. Well, do you know what? Go into you a said you've tried it. They're really time. generous with samples. Yeah. So that's a really good way of trying them out. I've had their eye cream before and lip balm. I did work at Estee Lauder at the time because they're part of the Lauder Group. You get a generous discount. It's still a lot of money though. Yeah. Um, I did love it and use it, but eye creams I feel a bit of a fad. Yeah, me they too. They don't really work. All you need is caffeine. Binky list, an amazing. I've not yeah. tried it yet, but amazing caffeine eye cream. Just like a massaging serum. around the yeah. eyes as well. I think a lot of it is just fluid retention. Exactly. Those jade rollers are good for that. Yeah. Gua sha. Gua sha. Gua sha. Um. So what was the question again? <laughs> Cult classic product. Cult classic product. Um. I remember what you said last time. What did I say? Um. Any of the like Pat McGrath palettes? Oh yeah, the palettes. So I got given a skin fetish foundation, the black box. Black box. See all right. No, no, not a palette. The big black box. This thing. Yeah. Oh, what's the? Oh, this is foundation. This is so nice. So I do really want to get. So I think the this is where and other stories have copied their branding because it's uh, almost it's exactly identical. Insane. <gasps> I have tried this. My friend kindly gave it to me the other week and. I think it is, it's either 70 to 90 pounds. How much Dark. mils in the bottle? That looks like say? a 60 mil maybe? No, 30. 35. Lots of glass, make it look bigger. Yeah. Um, it is really, the colour is a bit pale for me, but I kind of make it work by bronzing it up. I really enjoy, I loved how it looked and it on camera as well. It looks really beautiful. Feels really and nice. As well as in real life. But, you know, it is a lot of money um, at the same <laughs> yeah. day. Like the same time. Daily rate. Another product I really want to try is the Dyson hairdryer. I want to buy one myself. Oh yeah, I've tried that. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. I I want one also. Want one. Yeah. <laughs> For the diffuser for curly hair. Yeah. I really and I think because it's not like they're not super blowy. Yeah. So for curly hair that makes it frizzy. They're like quite gentle with the diffuser. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Tracy Ellis Ross using it on her curls. And I got my hair done recently, and my friend Nelly used it as well. And I was like, I need one of these. Oh man! Yeah. Black Friday didn't come. Yeah. <laughs> they had no discounts. Yeah, it's it's always the best things don't ever get discounts. No, they I know, know that people are going to buy them anyway. Not fair. I know. So the Dyson hair dryer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's go on. So that's the products. I think. Oh, actually, no. My favorite. What do you think is the worst beauty trend of 2019? From a makeup artist experience or your personal experience, I think. <laughs> Go on, you start. Can you think of anything or not? Yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna get judged for saying this. I don't care. Worst okay. beauty trend I think yeah. has been lip fillers mm -hmm. and facial fillers mm -hmm. to the point of excess that now everybody thinks that to mm -hmm. like be attractive you have to mm -hmm. have pumped up mm -hmm. lips and it just makes everyone look the mm -hmm. same. 
I know people that have had them done. Yeah, I get it. But I think mm. what what I don't like is how accessible it is, how easy it is. I think it's quite a big decision to do. And I just think mm. there are plenty of beautiful women that don't have massive lips. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like because of social media, there's yeah. people like Angelina Jolie and Rosie Huntington-Whiteley who've got naturally big lips. And then people are like, they look amazing. And But, you know, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley doesn't have really big eyes or I mean she's got it all she's fucking stunning but what I'm saying is like you can't just not everybody you can't be perfect I think people are trying to be perfect Mm -hmm. by injecting themselves I think it's quite a serious thing and I think two things about it if you're going to have it done go to someone who is medically trained yeah there are so many bloody beauty therapists yeah like people that have no qualification, no medical grade. These people do not really understand what they do. All they can do is cookie cutter. They can yeah. just shove it here, here, and here to that effect. And, you know... A lot of them, they only have to have, like, a doctor in the building, don't they, to be able to practice it? I don't it. think even I that. I would want a doctor... There's one of my clients is yeah. an aesthetic doctor. Yeah. And she's had work done herself. I think I've got eyes like a hawk, so I'm always kind of like, mm, have you had a snake done? done? But yeah. it's done really well, yeah. and she does it really, really well. And I think, okay, if you're going to do that, but there's a price tag with that. Exactly. And this is, again, and what I think. is like this, there's, this, there's, like, beauty trends where it's like, mm. oh, go down Superdrug and get your lips done, or... But I think, go back to the old school. With makeup, You, I've got a video, actually, that I've done about plumping your lip without makeup. Uh, no, without, without injections. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's a miracle. <laughs> what I do is I get a I one get of a those <laughs> suction things. Yeah. See, that was like a trend. God. That was fucking. But amazing. yeah, I think what's lethal about Instagram now is it, it there is very much like two looks that people yeah are, strive to be perfect with. It's very much down that Kim Kardashian vein, and you know, I think there needs to be a bit more celebration of individuality and and kind of quirks within people but definitely go to a registered licensed practitioner who has a medical (laughs) grade if you're not sure i think there's a really cool book called like tweakments or something which has a really good list of qualified people to go see yes that will come with a price tag but it's freaking worth it and secondly you can do it with makeup like a really good lip lip liner lip liner and lip lip liner i mean I did my sister. About, I did yeah. my sister's when she was like my sister's got like quite small lips, but they're very like bee stung, mm-hmm. so they're quite like pouty. What? Like, yeah, but she hasn't got like big. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like I've got a bigger mouth mm-hmm. in so many ways, <laughs> but they're like flatter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I've got really good lip liner, really good lip gloss. Did my sister's lips for her. She was like, "Did you overline them?" And I was like, "No, babes. It's just a good lip liner and a bit of lip gloss." She was like. Gloss is back on trend as well. Yeah, but Victoria Beckham never went out of trend for me. Is the queen? She is the queen. I think of that perfectly done lip liner look that isn't Pamela Anderson. Yeah, although I think she has had her lips done. Oh, because they curl up a bit. Probably had, but her colours. But I think she's all. You know, she's all. She's pairing back now, isn't she? She looks recognisable. Yeah, (laughs) but. I think she is always, like, I know Spice Lip Liner for her was her one cult product, and yeah. she's come out with her own one now, that she's always used to plump and draw her lip, and it's just knowing where, it's all about essentially contouring and highlighting your mm. lips, it's using textures, like glosses are amazing, because they the give center. you that 
illusion of light, even using a physical highlighter on the cupid's bow, but then even getting bits to, um, like using a bronzer or a slightly grey cast eyeshadow that you've contoured, like around the lip yeah. edge and underneath, so it pushes stuff back, so stuff comes forward. Yeah. It's like, yeah, working with light. Do it, that's such a good one. So I, I, I will get that out soon, hopefully by the time this is done it will be out. Cool. Um, what what was your worst? That's that was like a whole thing on my Sorry. worst. Sorry, Sorry. I get so like hell about oh, it. Oh god, yeah. Um, what do you think the worst beauty trend? <sighs> There's so many. Which ones stand out? Um, to you? I just think the highlighter still thing yeah. is a bit fucking ridiculous. It's like you are not bloody unicorn. Yeah. Why the fuck have you got these grey striped tin man <laughs> bag ash? <laughs> striped tin man is the one. And on the tip of your I nose. Know, I know. And the, the banana powder oh stripes to like. It's like, dude, mm. you're bloody alive. Like, why are you using the colour grey on your face? Yes. It looks ridiculous. Then the nose highlight. I never understand this. Oh, I always this. do that. People, people <laughs> generally hate their nose. Like, they're always like, oh, it's too big. Oh. Yeah. What is highlight at the tip of your nose going to do? It's going to bring it forward, you muppet. Yeah. Don't fucking touch it. <laughs> it's the real talk coming out now. God, yeah. Best beauty trend of 2019. Mmm. I've loved sort of like the youthful side of it. So like the freckles. Yeah. The kind of cutesy, a bit more natural. And I think yeah. there's like big brands like Glossier that are really like championing and that a bit more. Makeup yeah, I think a lot of, yeah. like even Victoria Beckham stuff, it's all a lot more skincare orientated. Yeah. And I, I hope like it stays that. like that. Yeah, I mean, trends come and go. They come and go. So obviously, I think we're coming into that more kind of 70s esque, a bit more kind of like hippie, yeah. softer, terracotta. So I think it all comes in that yeah. thing. What about you? I'm the same actually. Yeah. The freckles and just natural. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is based on like youthfulness. Mm. But just going out and about, I've noticed people are wearing less. Or like maybe, I mean, we all know how much makeup it takes to do the like no makeup look. Mm. But I feel like that's a better thing to go for rather than like yeah. the fully contoured, highlighted. Yeah, I just feel plastic. like. You know, this whole Kim Work Kardashian with what you've got thing. instead of covering it. And that's that's totally cool if that's you. But I see so many people that cover their beautiful skin. I know. And it's just sad. But if you... I I watch the Kardashians. And actually, a lot of times she doesn't wear any... No, I know. She's they, pared they down a lot. They're really they into their uh, skincare as well, and I think. Really. Yeah, <laughs> and all of their Botox <laughs> as well. And I'm sure she probably has like an acid peel every single day. Um, but I've noticed even with them they have, so it's just people are still, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of young people as well. You, you're mm. a bit more self-conscious and you want to cover up, don't you? Um, best beauty trend. Oh, we've just talked about that. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, we're nearly done. Mm. I feel like people have, it's a really informative They're like, we need episode. another cup of tea now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll oh, some more of those quality streets oh, yeah. downstairs. Don't you worry. So, what I wanted to finish off with was just a little bit of motivational stuff. You've obviously been in the industry for a really long time. Yeah. Um, have you ever wanted to give up? Have there been times where you've wanted to give up? Yeah, there's been a few times where I think one of them when I was at Mac and I had 
um, just some really difficult situations with like management and stuff like mm. that. And I was actually thinking about going into nails because that was like something I was going to look at. Mm. But I sort of rode the wave. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. And yeah. And then I don't know. Oops. My problem is I'm really interested in everything. Like I like learning. Yeah. I like trying to be a better person. Yeah. The best person I can be. So there's so many things I like, like psychology I'm really interested yeah. in, like marketing. And yeah. I think, so who knows, you know, I'm still youngish, so there's still time and opportunity, but yeah. I also think when you don't come from like a super privileged background, you don't have a choice <laughs> to not get, there's been times when I've obviously like hated my job and wanted to do it, but just don't, you just have to. Yeah. Um, but I think that, is there like anything that keeps you going like mentally, like when you're in that stage, what do you tell yourself? I mean, it is hard as well. Yeah, that's a, it's a big question. And I think at the end of the day, if it's causing you so much stress, like when I first went freelance, I worked um, a couple of part-time jobs. Mm. Um, I did like a Christmas temp job. Like I worked in a cafe, I worked yeah. in, like, in the head office at Mulberry, just to keep me going. Because I knew that at the end of the day, if I wasn't earning money, that would just drive my anxiety out through yeah. the absolute roof. So at the end of the day, if it's really stressing me out, transition it. Yeah, adapt with it. Yeah, just go for a job that you, when I say don't care about, I mean don't be a dick at it. Yeah, but your but bread and butter. Exactly, it's your bread and butter. You can go home, you don't have to think about it, you don't have to emotionally invest yourself yeah. into it. You know. Do you think there's a lot of pride in the makeup artist God, world yeah. in terms of like people don't want to admit that they might be working in a cafe? Hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, I do some teaching as well in Bath, yeah. the Academy of uh, Media Makeup, and you know, I, I tell my students that I was like, look, at the end of the day, like, just work hard, balance it up. At the end of the day, your mental health is more important. So I think it's. Having that support network as well of mm. like really solid your whoever it is your mates your family your mum your dad mm. partner I think having that solid thing and your like little rituals to help you through stuff whatever that yeah. is so whether it's a, like a lovely room spray or a nice smelling face like for me smells are really important yeah me so too do you think that's a migraine thing maybe because like smells really affect me in terms yeah. of they can trigger a migraine yeah. but. When you hear a lot of people um, like dissing self care yeah. and saying like you know sometimes a face mask isn't going to fix it, but I'm actually kind of like for me it's what it represents. So it's like taking the time to like slow down. Yeah. So obviously I'm not going to think that a face mask is going to like sort my life out. Of course not. But it's that process of like slowing down, being mindful, and yeah. like doing something for yourself. And if it smells nice, it will. Me exactly, and do you know what? It, it's going to be a case of you need to find. You know, it's a tr case of trial and error. Mm. You need to try and find what works for you. You don't need to tell anyone about these things as well. It can be kept. It's not about like oh my god, putting it all over Instagram yeah. or wherever the hell you are. You don't have to tell everyone about it. It can. It can have no scientific results. Yeah. Let's say as long as it works for you. That's cool. Yeah. If you want to burn some incense, amazing. Or yeah. sage, or whatever. Which I do. Yeah, both. I have my crystals here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though, if it works for you. But I also think that that just reminded me of something, and I can't remember what it was. It's gone straight away. Oh, it's so annoying. Is it now? 
Um, oh, does it doesn't matter. Move on. I might come back to it. Um, another thing I just wanted to ask is, what do you think beauty means? I think beauty means a little ritual to you. I think a lot of it is felt inside rather than purely physical. Mm. But I think it's amazing how a little gesture of a lipstick or eyeliner flick can actually kind of transform what you're feeling on the inside to the outside yeah. yeah that's cool yeah i like that little ethos and obviously the podcast is all about inspiring women um who inspires you i have so many people that i'm inspired by. and there's no like specific mm. one person yeah like, i don't I'm have quite inspired person. by like my friends and just kind of yeah. normal people um like in the makeup world, if there was one, I'd say like Alex Box. Yeah. Because I feel she is really just true to herself. She's quite like anti-trend. Um, she released these amazing box of cards. Did you ever hear about them? No. Um, I'd love to get them. And basically, it's all about you challenging yourself as a creative. Mm. So you pick up a card and mm. it'll say like, add gloss or... So it's quite That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to pick out because it's all about taking risks and I think yeah. you're fitting in that box, which, you know, is what we all try and do. Like, we compare, we do this, but I think you know, it's comparing yourself to yourself and I just yeah. love her whole... Have you ever listened to her TED Talk? She does. No, but when I when Claire Bender yeah. came on the podcast, she mentioned her because oh. she said she felt like she was more of, like, an artist and, mm -hmm. like, true creative rather yeah. than just a makeup artist yeah she like represented a lot of that which mm. is cool but check out her basically she will i'll find the link and we'll put it in mm. but it's about uh, a ted talk about who told you you couldn't draw yeah because we get to a certain age and people say that oh i can't draw for shit yeah. yeah and i think at this talk she or in the preparation for the talk she had the ceo of say who hired the building app today he's like oh no i couldn't come on she's like but who told you that? Like, mm. of course, she's, everyone's creative. Again, you don't have to put it in the wall of Tate Modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be well received in the Tate <laughs> yeah. Modern, but it, it's just about an expression that words can't get out. And that's why I think it's so important yeah. creatively, like whether it's makeup, dance, hair, all these things are quite um, quite natural to a lot of people, but it just takes a bit of honing and yeah. fun. And I think our school system just sets us through like academia yeah. and we're told that art and craft is creative when actually mm. I think a lot of business minded stuff mm. is creative mm. and like problem, I think science is creative because you're yeah. problem solving. So I think it's, I don't know, like finding your creative mm -hmm. outlet. Yeah. And that's why I guess you see a lot of like, not to generalise, but middle aged women might open an Etsy shop selling. Yeah. Peg faces or like, like hot closed. water bottle. Yeah, covers. and I think because people have been like suppressed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They haven't had the opportunity to do that in their life. So yeah, I totally get what you mean. <laughs> random. Those random yeah. Etsy things. Yeah. yeah. Cool. cool so yeah. What nice have one. you? <laughs> uh, you do you. What yeah. have you got planned for the rest of two thousand nineteen? Um. 
attempts to switch off. Yeah. When are you working up into? I've got a job next week, but as we all know, with social media and being a freelancer, you kind of never stop. Yeah. So I've got a load of stockpile videos that I all need to finish editing and stuff, but I do want to try and just have a few days of like nothing. Vegging out. Anything exciting for 2020? Any hopes and dreams? <laughs> I actually want to spend a bit of time for myself because I, I sort of struggle with that imposter chatting a little bit in mm. my head because I want to do a retrospective kind of this year and previous years just looking at stuff that I've done yeah I think that's so I did that in the summer actually and it's really helpful you get so I think if you're somebody that's quite productive Mm. like you are and I like to see myself as productive but I think the productive mentality Mm. even though we are productive we probably always feel like we could be doing more exactly and in the summer when I hurt my wrist I had Mm. to take time off yeah and I kind of looked at podcasts and I was like shit in February it was only in February six months ago that I decided to start and I did 12 episodes wow. and sometimes when you're in it you don't see your progress no. so it's like good to take time and look back and think yeah. oh actually I'm pretty good at getting shit done exactly and this year it's been a fucking roller coaster year yeah. for me and I think there's been lots of amazing stuff that throughout all the shit that I've achieved a lot mm. so I want to just kind of look back at that and then for next year what my real goal is to create three focuses and that is it yeah three nice. sole focuses and accept every job and opportunity based on that that's really good that sounds like a really good strategy yeah very business-minded wow you've got to try and play the best house that's a lot of that's stuff that a lot of people don't mention is like actually paying to live but I think that's a really nice way to finish the year I always do something ritualistic like yeah. that like write down good things that have happened in the year mm-hmm. uh, what I want to work on for next mm-hmm. year I know people slag off New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and all of that but I think it's good to have goals birthdays and New Year's Eve I always try and set some Milestone. kind of intention yeah. I think intention's better than goal isn't it Definitely. a goal kind of implies yeah. that you have to do it whereas an intention is like mm-hmm. I'm going to intend mm-hmm. to do it. And then you don't exactly. have to beat yourself up if it doesn't no, get done. exactly. Life happens, so you have to Yeah, and it's so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. This year has been... I don't want to wish the time away, but I do want it to end. <laughs> yeah. Hello, 2020. Yeah. With open arms. So thank you so much for being on the podcast twice. and thank sitting you. for it twice <laughs> and the same... Well, we changed the questions a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sitting through the same questions twice been lovely speaking to you Thank you. it's so always much. great when you get to speak to friends on podcasts so much easier for me and enjoyable because <laughs> the conversation just flows but um i'll put all of your details on the description box mm-hmm. we can find you at lisa caldonetto makeup makeup mm-hmm. on ig watch her tutorials they're really good oh, i like you. them and tiktok as well yeah. which i'm gonna have to get on Reluctantly, but Lisa's like nailing it already. So um, thanks again, and thanks for listening. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Like her listeners, and hopefully see you in 2020. Bye. Bye. <laughs>